Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. And Bob Seeger with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, today, let me just tell you here, uh, sunny with a high of 54. Okay, no more 58. We're, I guess we're wishful thinking on yeah, that one. Yeah, 58 a little high. Saturday, uh, sunny with a high of 41. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. What do you get? When you fall in love, a girl with a pin to burst your bubble. That's what you get for all your trouble. I'll never fall in love again. I'll never fall in love again. Oh, Burt Bacharach. He died Wednesday of natural causes. 94 years old. Makes you think. It does make you think. Bacharach composed the music for around 50 top 10 hits, and you've probably heard almost all of them. Walk on by. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Mm-hmm. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. What's new, Pussycat? Wow, he wrote that one? He wrote hundreds of hits. Did he write, what was the one I was listening to yesterday? Like he, Arthur's theme, or did he just cover that? I thought Arthur's I thought, theme was uh, Stephen Bishop. No, Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross. You're mixing up your horrible 80s uh, artists. Yeah, you um, might be right. He might have written that. Well, I don't know, because it, 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 that was one of the, the songs on the Spotify playlist yesterday yeah. that I that I checked out, because I just listened to Burt Bacharach music all night long. You know the story of when I met him, right? No. I never heard you met Burt Bacharach. Many years ago, we had a big uh, roast for the morning show. Mm-hmm. You know, Lisa Lampanelli was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Polito was the, uh, the MC, And uh, I had sent a script through uh, our friend who's uh, who knows Michael Bolton. Yeah. Who knows a friend who knows Burt Bacharach. Yeah. So I had sent a script. We're going to do a video with Burt Bacharach. So me and that guy, Neil, drive yeah. to New York to meet Burt Bacharach. Now, this guy's had the, the, the script for like two weeks, right? Yeah. So he had plenty of time to read through it or right. try to commit it to memory. He didn't do any of that, did he? We go into this back room. Burt Bacharach comes up. He's a feeble old man. This is like... I don't know, uh, 15 years ago? 13 years ago. (laughs) A long time ago. And uh, he comes into the room. He's a feeble little old man, and uh, he can barely get through it. We got it on on video. I'll have to to find it. But uh, he did a terrible job. Musical genius, for sure. Actor, not so much. Probably because he's like, I, he, he's probably one of those like, what the hell, what the hell is this? What is it? What is this crap I got to do today? What? I mean, I, I mean, exactly what he was doing. When I'm face to face with a, like a bona fide musical genius, and uh, man, he was just, yeah. Sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes. And he probably, yeah, and he probably sat there and he said, uh, oh god, what do I want to do today? Write another great blockbuster hit or talk to some idiot from some radio station in Springfield, Massachusetts. I think I'll go with the ladder. <laughs> that's it. That's what yeah, he it said. Tough, it was a tough call. His heart, his partner Hal David, who wrote the lyrics, died in uh, 2012. He wrote the lyrics. So Hal David wrote the songs. Bert Hal Bacharach David did the music. Yes. Okay, Hal David wrote the lyrics, and Bert Bacharach did the music. Do you know the way to San Jose? I do. It's you take uh, you take Route 90 heading westbound, right? Yeah. And then you just keep on going until you get to California, and then you ask directions. That's a great way to get around. 
the way I do it. You're like, uh, you're like MapQuest. More like FapQuest, but close enough. It's one of the reasons I keep pulling over to the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and when I say I'm pulling to the side of the road, yeah, I mean it. That's right. Uh, they don't fix that over at uh, Precision Auto, do they? No, pull they, to the side of the road? No, they don't. That's why I find Jiffy Lube to be so, yeah, so deceptive. <laughs> Dion Warwick was a frequent collaborator of Burton Howell. She said, quote, We laughed a lot and we had our run-ins, but we always found a way to let each other know our family, like Roots, were the most important part of our relationship. So, rest in peace, Burt Bacharach. 94 years old. Amazing. So you're right. He was probably 80 when you met him. <laughs> I think you'd say 82 or something yeah. like that. Tim Allen will return his Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story 5. He said, quote, See you soon, Woody. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. And we go off for number five, to infinity and beyond. He's milking the living crap out of that thing, isn't he? They're all milking the living crap out of that thing. Talk about a franchise that has lasted since the 90s. And yet we still eat it up. We do. Every generation loves it. Mm -hmm. It's a generational movie to pass on to your Timeless. Children. Absolutely timeless. Britney Spears' behavior has gotten so concerning that her friends and family reportedly planned an intervention for her, but they canceled it at the last minute. Britney uh, did meet with a doctor Wednesday night, and things went well. They canceled it last minute. Well, uh, we were going to meet at Chi-Chi's in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we decided lied. that's probably not a good idea. We thought maybe lining up her final shot would be a good one. A good idea. Uh... Even cancel culture is sexist, at least that's Roseanne's take, because she thinks she was treated worse than other canceled comics like Dave Chappelle and Louis C.K. She says, quote, Louis C.K. did lose everything, but he committed an actual offense, and Dave Chappelle was protected by Netflix. I'm the only person who lost everything, whose life work was stolen, stolen by people who I thought loved me, and there was silence. There was no one in Hollywood really defending me publicly. She also called it a witch burning. Which uh, said and said that when they killed off her character on Roseanne, it was a message to her that they wanted her to commit suicide. But you know what? Unlike Dave Chappelle and Louis C.K., she hasn't tried to stage a a comeback in like comedy clubs. Those no. guys did. Those guys kept going. I mean, you, you know, Louis took some time off, but now he's pretty much back, and all is all is pretty much forgotten. Yeah. She didn't take that path. What she did is she wound up hiding for two or three years. Well, all is much forgotten by the public, but not the person that he whipped out his uh, ding-dong with and uh, started doing things with in a dressing room. No, but he uh, he turned that into great comedy material. Uh, Elizabeth Duranks directed Cocaine Bear, which comes out at the end of the month, and she joked she'd be uh, doing a cocaine shark movie next. If you missed it, the New Zealand Navy sees three tons of cocaine that were floating on the Pacific Ocean which caused Cocaine Shark to trend on Twitter. Even AMC uh, theaters got in on it, posted a poll asking vote users to vote between Cocaine Bear and Cocaine Shark. Cocaine Bear won 75% of the vote. How, how could you not win the Cocaine Bear? There's a part of me that's actually really curious as to see what the plot line is for Cocaine Bear. Yeah. You know, I mean, one minute he's just, uh, you know, going through picnic baskets and, and honey. Oh, did you see the trailer? You gotta watch. The I, I gotta watch the yeah. trailer. And I'm, I'm, what I'm afraid of is he's gonna be like wearing leisure suits and saying "man" a lot. Uh, it's hey, boo boo. What do you got for me today? Hey, boo boo. What do you say we knock down this eight ball, boo boo? Well, the Rangers not gonna like this, Yogi. Who do you think I bought it from? <laughs> 
Kim Kardashian was looking all sexy in her latest Instagram where she's dressed all up for Valentine's Day. Really? She wants something to say. Oh my God, the last time I had this much VD was when Ray J covered me in <laughs> Cupid custard in that sex tape you can purchase on Uport for thirty nine ninety five. All right, VD and Valentine's Day are different things. You do know that, right? Yeah, but it's Valentine's Day. That's what VD <laughs> is, isn't it? Not entirely. It's called Gift of the Vagi for Christmas. <laughs> We already went over that one. Yeah, I think we yeah. did. And uh, Caitlin? Oh, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but my love muscle was raiding her kipper dinghy. <laughs> my love lollipop slamming into that wizard's sleeve. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is my bugger king hammering uh, the vibration station made her go so hard I began sweating like a midget nun at a penguin shoot. <laughs> I think they prefer to be called little people. Until now. I began sweating like a little person <laughs> nun at a penguin shoot. Pardon my yes, wording. Understood. understood. That's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Yeah. The North And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, this Sunday is Super Bowl 57. Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, the two very best teams in the NFL, duking it out in sunny Glendale, Arizona, thousands of miles away from the sweet, sweet sanctity of my living room. And while the Eagles are predicted to walk away with this thing as one-and-a-half-point favorites over Kansas City, I have my own thoughts about that, as I've spent the better part of the last two weeks getting all my thoughts together for this very moment. Predictions? Oh, I've got plenty. I predict that if the Eagles can beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, then the people of Philadelphia will act like a bunch of drunken, destructive ass wipes. And if the Eagles were to lose to Kansas City, I predict it will have virtually no impact on the sort of destructive drunkenness that their fans will get involved in. The rioting, the looting, the overturning of emergency vehicles, the climbing of light poles and other fixtures, setting trash receptacles on fire. Those things are going to happen one way or another. The question is whether the outcome of Super Bowl 57 will provoke riots and mayhem fueled by joy or riots and mayhem fueled by humiliation and defeat. And that, of course, is going to be the hard part, because I do not believe there is a legal prop bet for fan violence, even with the most sophisticated digital gambling platform. Personally, I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I don't like either one of these teams. But there is a way to make a bet on how many drunken disorderly arrests will be made by Philadelphia police on Sunday night. Now that's a bet I'm willing to consider. What's it going to be? A hundred? Two hundred? More than a thousand? What about arrests for vandalism or public urination? Let me tell you something. If FanDuel or DraftKings had that as a menu option, I would have dropped a couple of C-notes already. Thankfully, I don't believe they do, so I think I'm in the clear. But hey, NFMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Walk into the South Hadley Rockies, see that smile? Nicole is ready to help you. Sometimes she's at the register, sometimes in the tool department. Nicole does a little bit of everything at the South Hadley Rockies. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 612 and Skinner with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be sunny and nice today with a high of 53. Uh, tomorrow, uh, sunny as well with a high of 41. It is 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, open line Friday. Uh, a little bit later on this morning. Prepare yourself for that. Have your comments uh, ready to go. Well, maybe the people can chime in about this little topic here. 
Chickabee considers ban on nip bottle sales. What? Come on. Isn't yeah. not to Aren't nip bottles the very thing that city was built upon? Yeah. Just like uh just like Starship built that city on rock and roll. Yeah. Um many <laughs> drunks have built that city of Chickabee on nips. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, to me, that's uh, that's the very building blocks of the entire city. Uh, two city councilors are proposing to ban the sale of nips with the hopes of cutting down on the pervasive litter in the city. There is a tremendous problem with the trash, and many residents have voiced issues and concerns about it, Councilor Mary Elizabeth Pinnack Costello said. The uh, huge number of 50-milliliter bottles of Fireball whiskey, Smirnoff-flavored vodka, and others discarded on the side of the road is the biggest reason for the proposed ban, but Costello said there are others as well. There's also a lot of concern about public safety, she said. If people are discarding them by the dozens on the side of the road, it likely means they are drinking in their cars. Nips contain what is considered to be a shot of alcohol, and drinking as few as two could mean the motorist is driving drunk. She got a point. Well, I mean, you're 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 drawing a conclusion that you have no way to. Pr- I'm sure there are many people that are just like walking as a pedestrian. Well, if you're figuring out, you know, where am I going to leave all these empties? You might not be drunk, but you're still doing something illegal by downing two shots while you're driving and throwing them out the window. Well, I don't want to make that kind of yeah. uh, assumption, Steve. Uh, that's a that's a lot. To, that's a big but, leap. But it's pretty safe to assume that somebody who is throwing nip bottles out the window probably has some sort of alcohol problem. I don't know about that, Steve. I think there are plenty of people that are buying, uh, say, like uh, fireball bricks of of nip bottles that are very responsible drivers wasn't the uh we were just talking about fireball a couple of weeks ago that the sleeves the one they sell in the sleeves yeah they don't they don't they're not really whiskey it's just like like a malt liquor yeah yeah well i mean would have thought but that's not the only that's not the only nip bottle that's out there i mean no 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 but they're 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 using because fireball is probably one of the most popular ones that you see on the ground all the time sure but you know it could be uh, it could be a jameson or a seagram seven or some schnapps uh who doesn't love to start their day off with some schnapps a good schnapps dr mcgillicuddy's you know i'm under the belief that he was not actually a real doctor are you kidding me just rumors the last time I had Dr. McGillicuddy's, I was probably about 23 or 24, and I uh, we didn't have enough money to drink at the bar we were at, so we stopped at the package <laughs> store and got some Dr. McGillicuddy's and brought it into the bathroom with us and, uh, you know, had a couple of drinks. Remember when Goldschlager came out and we all thought oh, that God. was so sophisticated because there were flecks of gold inside of it? And now it's like, it, it's like, it's considered to be like a trashy liquor, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think that's like a top shelf kind. Of, it was a top shelf it, thing when it came out. It was, and then people realized, you know what? The gold flecks make no difference in this whatsoever. Actually, uh, you can puke them up, uh, and your your vomit will look sparkly. Yeah, it's like puking yeah. the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> if people are, yeah, uh, the city has been working to address road safety following a, a spate of fatal crashes, including four that killed pedestrians and one that left the bicyclist dead. A ban on nips would fit with safety initiative because. The idea that some motorists are driving even slightly impaired is concerning. Uh, there are uh, nip bottles everywhere, Councillor Derek Dobos said, uh, who filed the proposal with Costello. Dobos's ward includes the busy Burnett Road, and he said the mini bottles are found discarded up and down the street. There are even a problem in Williams Park and on the golf course. 
So, well, on the golf people course. drinking on a golf course. Yeah, but you know what? That's unheard of. People drinking on a golf course. How many golf courses you've been to that you've seen nip bottles on the ground? You don't really see that a lot. No, uh, that most people uh, you know, put it all in the, the recycling bins. Well, leave it in their golf bag so their wife can find it later when they go home. Oh no, you always empty your golf bag before you get home. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's the College of Knowledge. That's a that's a sub uh, subsidy. Uh, you know, I. I say that, but I think the last time I actually opened up my golf bag, and now yeah. you're talking, you know, a number of years there. Yeah. Uh, because I was I, I just, I was, I, I saw my golf bag is in the garage. I open up the, uh, uh, the, 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 the pocket, and there's a, a whole unopened bottle of Tito's and a yeah. sleeve full of red solo cups. I'm going, All right. I don't know how that got in there. Yeah. Oh. It was still in there, like full. I think I won it at the oh, raffle oh, 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 oh. because the one I used while playing golf clearly was emptied. Yeah, I had a. I think I found a couple of like Smirnoff 100s in there, <laughs> empty from the golf course. Sure. Well, like, hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta keep your head down. I I go golfing about every six to eight years. Yeah, that's kind of the clip I'm at now. And uh, and and that was probably from the time two times ago. <laughs> The the uh, the picture on uh, Mass Live for this story. Yeah. It's got a picture of uh, uh, some some part of Springfield Street in Chicopee, and there's got to be. I mean, I I can't you know count that high, but it really is a line of nip bottles as far far as the eye can see. And you know what I mean? I I get it. You know, people are you're worried that this is causing uh, you know all kinds of problems on the road and everything else, but if people were to just throw their nip bottles in the trash where they belong, wouldn't we, wouldn't, this we wouldn't even be having this discussion. Yeah, but again, most of the nip bottles are being thrown out of the windows of cars. I hardly, I highly doubt that it's, it's... I'm not saying that people, pedestrians, aren't throwing them on the ground, yeah. but I, I think it's a higher likelihood that people are just throwing them out the window that they fall on the side of the road. I mean, it's kind of like... You're just being a jerk when you do that. Well, I mean, you want to you want to mask, you know, your issues that you got. You don't want to be caught with an open container, either right. by the police or by a spouse. Listen, you can have issues. There's lots of people who have issues. I've had issues before. Yeah. I still have issues with other things, but still, you know what I mean? Like it's just everybody's got something. Yeah, but you're but not you a litter. But you're not a litter bug, right. Steve. You can't just uh, you can't just uh, you know throw uh, joints out everywhere. You right. know what I mean? Like how would you feel if I did that? You know, I keep thinking of that commercial where the Native American guy is like standing over a, a highway and he sees all the trash and litter, but. You know, destroyed. Uh, you know his homeland, and yeah. that one small tear is rolling down his face. Yeah, he must feel the very same way every time he's in Chicopee. Say, like around the, I don't know. Say, like uh, the Munich House. <laughs> he sees drunk people around there. He's been replaced by John View. He now it's John yes. View crying at the top of uh, Grove Street. John View with a single look, tear looking down into the valley, kind of yeah, tear coming down. Oh look! Look what they did. As to he, my beautiful Chickabee Falls. As he throws his fireball nip into the trash. <laughs> like he should. Like, yeah. Not on the street. Right. Again, he's not a litter bug. He's S the mayor. Several communities across the state have already banned the bottles because of the excessive litter, including Chelsea, Newton, Wareham, and Mashpee. <laughs> Mashpee. Mash uh, multiple other communities, including three on Martha's Vineyard, are considering a ban. The state unsuccessfully attempted to add a five-cent deposit on the litter, uh, little bottles 
to reduce litter about two years ago. Although he would like to see the sale of all nip bottles banned, Dobo said he would also consider a partial ban, as Boston has, which limits the place where nips can be sold. <laughs> the only thing is, how do you know they're coming from the city? If you if if you're if you're saying that people are driving, so what's how do you know yeah. they're not grabbing them in Holyoke, coming over the bridge, and then throwing them out the window? Like you don't you don't know where they're coming from. A lot of uh, drunks in the Holyoke cross town lines. Yeah, most drunks cross town lines. Yeah, they do. How are they going to get home? They cross a lot of lines. Uh, yeah, you know, the thing is. Um, <sighs> I don't think like for, like for myself, if I were gonna go buy booze, mm-hmm. I'd I'd probably buy the full bottle. Yeah. I'm not a nip guy. I'm not a flask guy. But I you know people that that do it. But I'm just I'm just not that guy. And but you know people could still get drunk. Yeah. In a travel mug, you yeah. know, or like you know, a bladder buster size you know soda they got at a, yes. at a convenience store. But they're not littering bags. That's the point. It's all about whether the tr- well. I think is that, obviously. I mean, yes, the the litter situation is uh, you know a big a big point of contention. But I think also the drunk driving thing uh, seems to get uh, everybody's uh, panties all up in a bundle too. Yeah. Well, that's that's. And what I'm saying is, not you don't need thing. a nip bottle to be driving drunk. No, I know what you're saying, but I think you know there's there's a two part problem here. If you're going to ban the nip bottles, you got to ban them all over the state because how else are you going to determine whether, like I just said, where are you going to come, where are they coming from? It doesn't necessarily mean they're coming from the city of Chicopee. You know what I think would solve a big, uh, a, a big deal of this? What? Nothing, not about banning anything, but if you're going to have the bottle bill in Massachusetts and you charge me you know, 10 cents a, uh, for like a can of soda, yeah. how about charging for I, recycling you know, these things? I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Because you know what? Then you'd have a lot of like, you know, then you, uh, you know, not to <laughs> my kind of weird way of, of having the economy work. Yeah. But you have uh, indignant people picking up bottles and then cashing them in for uh, for cash. Yeah. So then there's less people standing at the end of a highway underpass asking for money. How many times? Have you gone to Table yeah. and Vine in West Springfield, for example? Mm-hmm. Okay, and you go to that redemption center in there, mm-hmm. and you and you're there with like you know cases and cases and cases of like bush light. Yeah. And what you do is you get you get the money, and you go back into the liquor store and you buy something. Yeah. It's like a vicious circle. If you were to collect all of your nip bottles at the end of the month, yeah. Think about how many more nip bottles you can get. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 it keeps that's, the economy fluid. That's your parlay. That's exactly right. right. Yeah, you take your winnings and then you yeah. buy more winnings. But if you give me a little plastic miniature bottle with no monetary value to it whatsoever, they're yeah. just going to be treated like trash. Oh, well. And tossed know, out the window. I think we should bring that bottle bill back and put it all in. Well, it's still here. And then and somebody will go, that's expanded. just another tax. It's not really a tax, it's a voluntary tax. Yeah, you don't have to buy right. booze through a nip bottle, right? And it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't go to the other bottles. Like you wouldn't have it on, you know, the big one point seven five. No, but you'd you'd be able to at least you know take care, give attach some value to this. Do you mm-hmm. buy? Do, does it prevent you from buying it because there's a bottle bill tax on it? No. For some people, it might. You know what I used but to. But for do- other people, they'll put it in a bag bring it to a redemption center, yeah. and buy themselves a full-size bottle like adults do. 
You know, uh, I used to take my dad's empties, the nip bottles, yep. and give them to my He-Man dolls as if they, you know, had a great night <laughs> at Castle Grayskull. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, man-at-arms wakes up, his pants are down on the floor, he doesn't know what just happened. <laughs> and then cringers over in the corner going, yee! <laughs> it's 625 with Dax and Nagle on Rock 102. What can you do with 300 bucks? It's uh, 628 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be nice and sunny today with a high of 53. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It is uh, flabbing in downtown Springfield. Got uh, Open Line Friday coming up a little bit later on uh, this morning. Your uh, chance to uh, air out your grievances yeah. and uh, tell us what you think or how little you're thinking. How little you're thinking is more like it. Yeah, I, think. I mean, if yeah, you're going to come really... and just uh, you know, talk about black pepper cheese, I'm all for it. But, I mean, yeah. Bring something else to the table, too. Oh, like uh, maybe some beer cheese dip? <laughs> Man. How about that? We'll bring that to the oh, table. Oh, I might have to do that again. By the again. way, those danishes are still upstairs in the fridge. Somebody was nice, Somebody was smart enough to put the the, the the all the stuff that we got yesterday from Nate, yeah. uh, from the Thunderbirds, yeah, and put the rest of it upstairs in the fridge, so there's plenty of, uh, of pastries still left. And yet I don't see any of them here. Well, because you have to go upstairs and you have to probably heat it up yourself for about 10 to 15 seconds because it's a little on the stale side when you're, you know, it's fresh pastry. Oh, so but just let it come to room temperature. Pastry. Wouldn't that soften it up? Uh, I guess you could. I don't have time for room temperature. Listen, uh, I, I'm not above eating a day-old piece of pastry. Two uh, days, I got to draw the limit. I'm going to try to draw a line there. One day, no problem. All right. I guess if you want to do it that way. Yeah, well, I don't see why not. Are you ready to laugh, man? Uh, yes. All right. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. Tell me. Tell me what's fun. On Rock 102. Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> Springfield's classic rock. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I had one. Oh, yeah. What what all these Leonardo DiCaprio jokes have in common? I don't know what all these uh, Leonardo DiCaprio jokes have in common. Uh, they're all so childish. Ah, I get it. Cause, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you right. know what his favorite movie is? No. Constantine. 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 Yeah, there yeah. you go. You know, yeah. I got I to workshop this stuff a little bit. Yeah, better. you might want to prepare oh, for that. No. Yeah, look at that. No, no, no. Backs and Nagel. 633 with Max and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, off topic uh, real quick. I asked you what that classical piece of music was the other day, and you don't know. What is it? The one I, that opens the news. If anybody knows that, email me. Steve at rock102.com. It's, it's like a... I don't know if it's like a Beethoven or a Mozart, but I don't remember the actual piece itself. Was it Debussy? <laughs> <laughs> you always need to listen to Debussy. Yeah. And then you finish on the Bach. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Always oh, finish oh, on the Bach. Oh, Bach, no bite on that one. I really want to know what that is, though. I don't. I, I'm just like it's bothering me because I know it's yeah, like a. Yeah, and, and that's one of those yeah. pieces of audio that's been following uh, us around for uh, 20, decades, twenty something years, right? I'm almost yeah. thirty five years. That's oh, it's been longer than that that has been used here. Uh, yeah, it's been used wow. here for years. 
Uh, all right. Time for news. You okay, ready? I am ready. A, a judge has ordered the deportation of a commercial truck driver from Ukraine who was taken into custody by immigration authorities last year, shortly after he was acquitted of causing the deaths of seven motorcyclists in New Hampshire. 27-year-old Vladimir Zukovsky of West Springfield has a series of immigration hearings after, or had a series of immigration hearings after he was acquitted in August on seven counts of manslaughter, seven counts of negligent homicide, and one count of reckless conduct. The charges stemmed from a June 21, 2019 crash in Randolph, New Hampshire that killed seven members of the Jarheads Motorcycle Club, an organization of Marine Corps veterans and their spouses. Zukovsky's attorney has asked for asylum for his client, who came to the U.S. when he was 10 years old. His lawyers say he has permanent residency status. However, on February 3rd, the immigration judge ordered Zukovsky's removal, according to the Executive Office for Immigration Review. Zukovsky, who has been held in Pennsylvania, has until March 8th to file an appeal. Uh, I'm not going uh, to be able to give you any comments on the record, his attorney Kevin Murphy told the AP on Thursday. Zukovsky's family declined comment. Now, I know... uh I know the guy was acquitted, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I, I get that. But uh, what would you rather have, a life sentence in prison or to be sent to the war-ravaged nation of the Ukraine? I, I don't know. I, you know. Where you don't know anybody. Yes, he was acquitted. And again, just because you were acquitted of something doesn't mean you didn't have any responsibility in what happened. It just they couldn't prove the case against you. Right. They couldn't prove the charges beyond a reasonable doubt. That's why he was acquitted. It's not because they thought, oh, he's uh, perfectly innocent. That's the misconception I think a lot of people have. Yeah, but uh, but be that as it may, being deported back to Ukraine. Yeah, right, I get that. I don't know. Right now, at go. this very moment, I'd say there's got to be another option. Uh, two people have been uh, put under arrest after Great Barrington Police found large amounts of illegal drugs in their vehicle. At around 9 a.m. Thursday, Great Barrington Police Officer Samuel Stolzar uh, noticed a parked car in the parking lot off Park Street in Housatonic, where one of the passengers appeared to have an active warrant from Berkshire Superior Court. According to the Great Barrington Police, Officer Stolzar uh, spotted a plastic bag that contained 105 prescription pills along with drug paraphernalia. Another six grams of cocaine, a digital scale, and several empty bags of heroin, all to be won by 24-year-old Tim Murray and his Gary of Hoosatana. Come on down here, the next contestant on the prize is drive. Estimated retail value, defending yeah. himself in court. And the driver, uh, also in your showcase showdown, Jonah Christensen of 22 Great Barrington, is also going to be detained and put under arrest. We will be spending. Six weeks until your arraignment in Berkshire District Court, right here in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. You'll be spending a lovely two-year term in breathtaking Ludlow, Massachusetts. No, they're in Berkshire County. Oh, yeah, right. I, don't say, I don't know what the prison system is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the jail is in, in Berkshire County. I. It's probably a lot nicer than the ones out here. You know, you're out in the Berkshires. You just want an all-expense-paid vacation to the Berkshire Adult Correctional Facility. Wouldn't it be nice to say, hey, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm in jail in the same town James Taylor lives. <laughs> or near where James Taylor lives. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you imagine James Taylor showing up to prison shows? I bet that would be pretty good to watch. Yeah, like the old uh, Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to sing Fire and Rain now. Hope, you, hope you've all settled down. That's probably the newer. It's to, it's to keep them from getting 
uh, you, you know, ramped up by like a Johnny Cash kind of guy who's, you know, that's why they didn't want him playing in the prisons. James Taylor, they'll let him play all day long. On the other hand, if I were yeah. caught at Tanglewood with James Taylor playing yeah. there, I think I'd be at Shawshank. <laughs> I wish I could tell you he survived the incident. <laughs> I wish I could tell you that. The uh, Better Business Bureau is warning people of a cryptocurrency scheme targeting people through dating apps. The BBB says schemers will create fake profiles, and once they match with someone, they will try and take the conversation to another messaging platform and talk about family members that are successful in cryptocurrency investing. The person claims to have inside trading information that could make the victim rich. However, once someone deposits the money into the trading platform, the money is gone forever, and they block the victim on all platforms. Hmm. The incident was recently reported to the BBB by a woman from Longmeadow. After talking to a man on a dating app, she was persuaded to invest in fake cryptocurrency. She says everything seemed about him seemed legit, his background, his family, and even where he went to college in Portugal. He, uh, it didn't seem that anything was out of place, and I started to create an emotional connection with him. As we progressed in our conversations, he would ask me how I was doing financially. And since I'm a single mom, of course, things have been difficult. He suggested investing in crypto and showed me the profits I could make if I decided to invest. Of course, after communicating every day, all day, day and night, he persuaded me and I fell into his trap, not really realizing I was becoming a victim of a scam. I unfortunately fell into a romance scam and he convinced me that everything he was doing was to help me. I was naive, <sighs> believed in him, and I also had my family support. He knew exactly how to manipulate me. You know, I know it's, uh, you know, being single is not uh, not easy. You know, the dating game is not uh, not a simple uh, situation. But if you're about to begin what you think is a dating relationship and you're talking about cryptocurrency yeah. early in the relationship. Yeah. And he's taking it hard to the rim on the crypto, you know. Oh, man, it's Dogecoin. Man, you got to get in on this. I'm seeing red flags bursting out of the ground all over the place. Uh, you know, crypto conversation, I'd say date number five or six. Yeah, you're, you know. you're, you're safer sleeping with them on the first date than you are talking about cryptocurrency. Yeah, it says conversations could go on for months before they attempt to steal your information. Oh, I know. I'm I, Listen, I am so glad that uh, when I started uh, dating my wife that she wasn't talking about cryptocurrency because I probably would have walked out the door. Uh, here's some tips to keep yourself safe. You ready? Yes. Be wary of requests to switch to a different mode of communication. After making initial contact on the dating app, just in case the dating app flags them for having a fake profile, they may quickly try to get the victim to switch to a different mode of communication, such as email or texting. Mary was communicating with the scammer via WhatsApp and the Instagram shortly after meeting on Hinge. Uh, never send any money or, per or sensitive or personal information to someone you've never met in person. That's a huge red flag. Yeah, I would never do Somebody that. Somebody said, hey, uh, can I get your uh, social security number, your mother's maiden name, what city you were born in, um, your third grade art teacher's name? Uh, will you scan this QR code so I can have access to your bank accounts? Yeah. Research your date first. Many scammers steal photos from the internet to use in their dating profiles. You can do a reverse image lookup using a website like Google Images to see if the photos on a profile are stolen from somewhere else. You can also search online for a profile name, email, or phone number to see what adds up and what doesn't. And you should ask specific questions about details given in a profile. A scammer may stumble over remembering details or making a story fit. Aha! Mm -hmm. I caught you! Uh... Hard luck stories, you know, 
Before moving on to ask you for money, the scammer may hint at financial troubles like, oh, my heat's being cut off, or my car got stolen, or uh, I have a sick relative. Yeah, or, he's, uh, he's got all kinds of financial problems. I just met him online yesterday, yeah. but he seems to really care about me. My daughter just got fired as a para from Longmeadow because she was taking pictures of herself in the bathroom. <laughs> my life sucks. Unfortunately, that uh, pro girl is never going to live that down. I no, know. she's not. Yeah, that's too bad. She's not. That's way too bad. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. <laughs> it is uh, going to be sunny with a high of 54 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 41. Looking at uh, 42 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Uh, Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 649 and Queen with Baxson Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be uh, nice today. Sunny and a high of 54. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 41. It's 42 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, open line Friday coming up uh, uh, a little bit later on this morning. Sounds like good time to me. Oh, yeah. A uh, state lawmaker has filed legislation for an official jazz song of Massachusetts. State Representative Orlando Ramos is, uh, be- is the one behind the proposal. The song is by 76-year-old Springfield jazz singer, Montania Scheider. She has been uh, performing for more than 40 years and has uh, taught music at Robert H. Hughes Academy Charter School. Scheider was un- unaware that this legislation was filed until yesterday afternoon. She goes, I didn't expect anything like this. We were running around trying to get this room together because we thought the representative was going to talk about all these different things. But to know it's about the song, it's wonderful because it's a great song. After doing And here's the thing. 22 does this whole story yeah. and not once plays any part of the song. Why None wouldn't of you do that? I mean, I would think that'd be this guy. I mean, the, I, the song is available. I yeah, mean, it, was, it was even on uh, YouTube. You could well, just play like like ten five seconds of it. Well, maybe nobody got that information. That you can <sighs> do that. Uh, after doing a little bit of research and talking to council, we realized Massachusetts already had a song, but not a jazz song. So I thought this would be the perfect jazz song for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. That was uh, Orlando Ramos. Uh, Shatter performed her song Massachusetts at the grand opening of the. Raymond A. Jordan Senior Center in 2018. You remember that? Uh, no, actually, yeah. I, I don't. Well, do you have it? You have it, don't you? Don't you have it in front of you? Didn't you just play it for me? I did, but then I, uh, oh, you, I put it away. All right. Well, let me you uh, lost interest. Well, no, I didn't lose interest in it. It just, I just didn't. Uh, what was what's her name again? Uh, Montenia Scheider. M-O-N-T-E-N-I-A. All right. Well, let me see if I can uh, get that uh, for you. Okay? You ready? All right. You ready? Yep. You ready? All right. Yep. 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 All Hold right. on. Oh, oh. Yep. Yep. Got a commercial to play here. Okay. So- Her wish to have a sense uh, Okay. Here we go. Oh. M-A-S-S-A-H-C. Oh, that's not right. Am I happy? Yes. Should I kind of advance it forward a little bit? Yeah, let's see if it gets a... Oh, oh, there, there you go. we're talking. Yeah. I'm homesick as can be, Massachusetts. The only place for me, Massachusetts. Hey. Got a special taste for that New England state. Nip bottles and chicken Massachusetts. 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 I want to roam around Massachusetts. Massachusetts. In Northampton Town. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, what? 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 I, I, you I, can't I, just I, cut I, it I, off I, like I that. What are you doing? I, I, I didn't do anything. 
Massachusetts. You can't. All right, well, that's okay. That's not bad. Yeah, not I like bad. that. I like that's, it. I like it's got a, it's a toe tap and ditty. It swings. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, of course. You know, to me, I would have. I mean, you said that Massachusetts already has uh, its own song, right? What well, has its own song? I don't know what that is. See, I would have personally picked the Bee Gees. Oh yeah, and that's a that's a beautiful song right there. Going back to Massachusetts. Something's telling me I must go home. Bring it up, Axie. And the lights all went out in Massachusetts. Another good one. San Francisco, which is in Massachusetts, two thousand miles away. To do the things I want to Continue torturing people with that. All right, okay. It is a great song. It's a good song, man. What is the uh, Massachusetts State song? (sighs) Uh, Let's see. uh, I already had it here. I had it. You do? All Hail to Massachusetts. Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess it is. All Hail to Massachusetts. Let's see if we can... uh, How come this is not playing? Uh, By Rick... Pickering? Yeah, Rick Pickering. All right, let's see if I got this I got it right here. I got it. I got it. All hail to Massachusetts, the land of the free and the brave. For Bunker Hill and Charles, this is the worst of the three. The flag we love to wave. For Lexington and Concord, and the shot heard round the world. Yeah, that's 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 not moving me, man. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I like the yeah. jazz song way better. Uh, the Why jazz song they... is better, and the Bee Gees is better. Why can't they get rid of that crappy one and uh, just keep the jazz one? Well, I like the Massachusetts. I think the jazz one updates things uh, you know, pretty nicely, and uh, you know the Bee Gees. I mean, you, you, there's no I, denying the Bee Gees. I prefer this one. Okay. You ready? Yep. The spirit of Massachusetts is the spirit of America. The spirit of what's old and what's new. The spirit of Massachusetts is the spirit of America. The spirit of the red, white, and blue. The spirit of it's funny even is more visual because he's doing all these things that I can't even describe. Do you remember that commercial? <sighs> yeah, I do. This was played in other states. It was a tourism <laughs> thing because I, when I lived in New Jersey, they would play this when I was a kid. <laughs> that like and it, and it stuck in your head like that. That's yeah, I why remember I that. thought it was so genius when he came out and said that. It's six fifty six. Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. 
And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm not a particularly litigious fella. Oh, sure, I'll bring the hammer down when it's go time, but I'm not the sort of guy who has his attorney on speed dial. I try to keep my legal actions to a minimum. But when a guy like Football Hall of Famer Brett Favre feels as though he's been unfairly maligned by the media and falsely accused of wrongdoing by state officials, well, that's when he springs into action and goes at you like a dog in heat. Yesterday, Brett Favre filed three separate defamation lawsuits following the accusations that he had somehow defrauded the Mississippi welfare system after he was paid $1.1 million for speaking engagements that he did not fill and also using another $8 million in welfare funds to invest in both a pharmaceutical company and to build a volleyball court at the University of Southern Mississippi where so happens his daughter plays volleyball. This, of course, is old news. However, yesterday, Farr filed a lawsuit against the state auditor who conducted the initial investigation. He's also filed lawsuits against sports commentator Pat McAfee after he publicly called Farr a thief on his Pat McAfee show. He also dropped a lawsuit against Shannon Sharper's Fox Sports, who called Farr, quote, a sorry mofo for stealing from the lowest of the low. Now, obviously, Brett Farr is hardly out of the woods in this whole thing, and he still has plenty of explaining to do. But to file lawsuits because you can't handle being called bad names when in fact you might be a thief and a sorry mofo, that'll be tough to prove in court. So I'll also point out that Brett Favre used to play football with Shannon's brother, Sterling, back in the 90s, and you don't think they talk from time to time? Listen, whenever I've committed acts of welfare fraud, I always try to ignore the naysayers or the character assassins who are trying to rip me par- apart in the media. Thankfully, I've never gotten caught, nor do I intend to overreact to a little bit of harmless critique. Because it ain't Pat McAfee or Shannon Sharp who are making you look bad. You're doing a pretty damn good job of that all by yourself. And you're going to need more than just a couple lawsuits to get yourself out of this one. But hey, you never my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The DeWalt Lithium-Ion Powered Tool Sale at Rocky's. Get a circular saw, reciprocating saw, or a grinder. Each one cordless, battery-powered, and only $120 with your Ace Rewards card. Always good deals on tools at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Young with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny with a high of 54 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It's 42 right now in downtown Springfield. Getting ready for the big game. Am I? I'm debating. Here's my biggest thing. Not about uh, you know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles are favored by a point and a half. You know what the points? What's the over under? Those are not the things that uh, are causing me uh, concern. My concern is, do I buy the food for snacks today, or do I wait until tomorrow? Today. Today. See, the problem is, if I say today, I'm going to inspire everyone to kind of follow my same logic, and they're going to be out buying Super Bowl stuff. If you go tomorrow, it's going to be a ship show. What you call it? A ship show. Ship show? Yeah. Well, I want to be in ship shape. Yeah, you don't want to be in ship shape. I got plans for uh, dips. I told you, got a lot of dips planned. You, you can turn that music down anytime now. That's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. Yeah, I got uh, I got dips on my on my brain right now. It's all I'm thinking about. What kind of dips am I gonna make? Uh, yeah. You said the beer cheese, maybe. Beer cheese is a possibility. Yeah. I think I'm just gonna do pizzas. I, I've decided to keep it simple. 
Uh, just make your own pizza. A make your own pizza? Yeah, you have the kids uh, roll out the dough uh, yeah. and put on their toppings and then they shove it right in the oven. That's a simple way of doing it, sure. Well, you can't have small children running 800 degree ovens. It's all supervised. Yeah, I'm sure it yeah. is. Uh, I make a, I make a damn fine hummus. Yeah. Oh, I'm I know you're a good hummus. Oh you're man, a hummus. You might as well call me Don Hummison. Is what you might call me. Oh yeah, there you Loads go. Loads of hummus, and then uh, I might uh, have to come up with something else. I'm not sure what. Something meaty. Something meaty and fatty and cheesy. How about ribs? A lot of work. A lot of work. That's not that bad. You put them in the oven. You can do them that way. Yeah, Cover I guess. Them up and- I don't know. I gotta, I gotta really uh, kind of focus today on what I'm gonna do because I've got at least a couple dip ideas and might have to put something like a little bit more substantial together. What about you? Know what I bought uh, last week at the uh, the grocery store? What? Uh, shaved steak, and I made uh, like a shaved steak, like cheese steak sandwich. Oh yeah, it was really, really good. You should do that. You should do cheese steaks. Cheese put steaks them are out, good. Oh yeah, cut them up. Put them out, and every, everybody, all two of you, can uh, you know pick at them. Yeah. Did you uh, did you make it with the cheese whiz or actual cheese? Actual cheese. Actual cheese. Yeah. BJ's has this uh, this like uh, it's like three sliced cheeses. It's like uh, oh yeah, Swiss it, cheddar and Colby Jack, and it all, all comes in a cellophane um, uh, covered tray. No, no, no. This is like an actual big block of cheese. It's probably no about, it's probably about two pounds. Wow, and it's and it's uh, it, but it's sliced. It's like it's like you know like yeah. American sliced cheese. Well, why should why should you have to go through the uh, the expense and time and effort of slicing your own cheese? That's such a pain in the butt. I agree. You know, you got to find the right uh, the right knife. But, you get you get the wrong knife, all of a sudden you ruin the cheese. But yeah, I had some nice disaster Portuguese rolls, and, oh. I, uh, and I made it on that, and it was and I made some peppers and mushrooms and onions, and I threw it on there with some, oh, with some cheese. Yeah. And, yeah, that's good. You know, I, you, yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. You should try that. You should do that for the. <sighs> now you can see my mouth is watering. Either that or it's a stroke. It's one of the two. But um, I got to tell you, the thing about the Super Bowl that I love so much uh-huh. is uh, is really the binge eating. I find is the best, most satisfying part of the entire experience. Yeah, I, uh, I'm the. It depends on what's out there. I've gone to a couple of potluck Super Bowl uh, parties. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, it's just eating other people's things that you don't know who they are. You know what I mean? You know, there's always somebody that's going to put a carrot and raisin salad yeah. together. There's always going to someone who's going to do something with apples oh, and vegetables together. I, I made little football men out of pears. Yeah, well, get that out of here. I brought healthy snacks yeah. to the football game. Who, who wants a fruit kebab? Football fans don't want healthy snacks. Yeah. This is the day where we where we put together some of the worst food imaginable. You know, something that's got like seven layers and beans and cheese and yeah, something that uh, you know can constricts the amount of uh, methane that the body produces and pushes it all out by halftime. You know, I've been watching some of the videos lately of uh, the vulgar chef. You know, our friend the vulgar chef there. Yeah. And uh, he, the latest one I saw was uh, him make it a pretzel, he would take pasta, and he bakes the pasta in water. He that's bakes a, it. That's how he softens it. Really? And then he uh, wrapped it in, like, uh, he wrapped the spaghetti in meat, in, like, <laughs> ground beef, and he just made, like, a like a long snake-like thing. Yeah, yeah. And then twisted it into a pretzel, which kind of looked like a pile of dog, you know what. Yeah, but, uh, I did see you know, that. 
but uh, but it, but he opened it up, and sure enough, you got cooked spaghetti in there. It yep. was actually one of the things. It was one of the few videos where he didn't ruin the meal. <laughs> See, now that's a guy. Yeah. The, the, the the vulgar chef is the kind of guy where if you were gonna go to a a. Uh, uh, a Super Bowl party. Yeah, that's the guy you want. You'd want that guy uh-huh. because he's making things that are just, you know, they look delicious, well, but you're not sure well, whether you should be eating that or not. They look delicious all the way up and like because it's like those video. It's like any of those cooking videos you see on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. It goes through the, all of the steps on how to make it, but then you know, and you're thinking to yourself, "Wow, that looks pretty good." And then he adds something to it, like anchovies, and like ruins the whole thing. And yeah. I'm like, "That's not supposed to be like that. You should have kept it the other way." But that's why he's called the vulgar chef. See, now I'm looking at his website, for example, yeah. and one of the things I'm seeing is the cheesy ramen cheesesteak. Yeah. Okay, so you talk about making cheesesteaks, okay? But rather than get the uh, the delicious rolls, he's got uh. Like ramen noodles uh, in like macaroni and cheese sauce made to look like pieces of bread. Oh, wow. How, I mean, how delicious does that sound? That sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good, doesn't it? I like uh, spaghetti popsicles. I like that. That looks good. That looks good. I kind of, I also like the nog loaf, although it's hard to find eggnog right now. It's a ramen bath bomb. Uh, uh, no- the- nog loaf, which yeah. is eggnog that's turned it, into a loaf. That's form. what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you, it's hard to find eggnog, but that looks pretty good, doesn't it? <sighs> yeah. Mary, what else? Are we? Oh, these are all holiday stuff. Yeah, but all of these things could be made for the Super Bowl, like the bologna pie. That looks delicious. And then, but like, this is what I'm talking about, like the monster mash. It's it's like he's got monster energy drink. Instead of using water to make the dehydrated mashed potatoes, he's using a monster energy drink, which turns it green. <laughs> it looks like it might be like mint chocolate chip ice cream, but then you realize it's mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> Why would you do that? But if you were going to have a Super Bowl party, isn't this kind of the food you'd want? I don't know if I'd want candy corn grilled cheese. I don't think that's uh, something that I would that I'd, I would take. Or blue raspberry lemonade hot dogs. <laughs> it's too bad the now, video's not embedded because I'm yeah. looking at the giant mayonnaise gummy bear and I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah. Now that would be a great addition to the party. Bologna pie sounds pretty good. Yeah, I said that. I like yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I don't know. Chicken flavored bath bombs. <laughs> ramen bath bombs. <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, yeah, this is the kind of thing that uh, that I I appreciate. The idea of, yeah. of of having food that you know is not healthy for you, and you're all jamming it into just one day a year. I think I think that's his point. Yeah, is that he likes to do that. Uh, what's the other one? I hate. I ate flaming hot Cheetos sushi, and you should too. <laughs> The ramen taco. We saw that one. He, yeah. I think he made that, uh, or we, we were talking about it when he was. The triple corn dog, the hot dog bund burger, um, giant mayonnaise gummy bear. <laughs> I just I just mentioned that, Steve. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Are, are, are you here with me here? Cause, uh, cause no, I, I'm yeah, not, because that. I'm trying to look at the stuff while you're talking, and I can't pay attention to you. Here's, here's something I think is terrific. 100% meat dog. Okay. I just said that. You didn't say that. Yes, I did. You didn't say that. Yes, did you I just did. say that? I did just say oh, that. Oh, then forget I even well, said see, it. Well, see, there you go. 
How about some stats about the Super Bowl? Okay, fine. Uh, Super Bowl ratings are down a notch from their peak 10 years ago, and the quality of the commercials is down several notches, but the game is still the biggest entertainment event of the year. In a new poll, 50% of Americans say they expect to watch the Super Bowl this year, which, if that pans out, would be 165 million people. But most people don't care who wins. 43% say they aren't rooting for anybody yet. 30% say they want the Chiefs. And 27% say they'd like to see the Eagles take it. 66% of men are mainly tuning in for a game, for the game. Another 19% are in it for the commercials. And 12% want to watch Rihanna's halftime show. And women aren't that different, actually. 42% of women are most excited about the game. 27% are more into commercials, while 25% pay closer attention to the halftime show. You know, it's a it's a phenomenon. It's a it's it's part of our our culture. I like the fact that there are some uh, some areas of the country, particularly in Philadelphia and in Kansas City, where they're giving everybody the day off on Monday. They should. I think it's you know this is listen. This is again. It's such a cultural juggernaut that to go in on a, uh, to work on a Monday and try to scrape yourself up from the hangover mm-hmm. and bring yourself into work and expect to be productive is not realistic. It's even not realistic if you're stone cold sober because you're up late. Do you think it's worth it for us to be here the day after the Super Bowl? Well, if there's a way we could get out of coming here on Monday, I'd be all for it. Yeah. But eh, we're going to have to be here on a Monday. I usually <clears> go to bed before it's over anyway. I'm usually in bed by like really? nine. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't stay up and watch it. I for the Super Bowl. It depends I stay on up. what's going on. I'm mean, like when the Patriots were in it. Yeah, I stayed up till the very end of it. Right. But but like now, like 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 they're talking about in this stat. Like most people don't care. They just want to be part of the camaraderie of watching the game. I'm probably going to stay up to watch the very end. But this is like when it comes to like late night primetime games i usually would go to sleep after uh, like around the half if i'm watching the game i'll be doing my uh whatchamacallit my tweeting during the uh, oh you got it not tweeting you gotta do that twitter sucks now have you noticed that i yeah i have it's terrible it's it's just like garbage it's all the whole it's just news feed full of garbage it was so much more fun when it was fueled by hate well, it is still fueled by hate. It's just a different kind different of hate. Different kind of hate. Yeah. Not my kind of hate. No. But there you go. Uh, super, and 14% of people admit that they have zero inf- idea of what's happening in a football game. But you're going to watch it anyway. Yeah, because it's part of, it's like you said, it's like a tradition. It's an American tradition. Yeah, and you spent all day making the uh, the, the mayonnaise gummy bear. You got it. You gotta- I already talked about that. <laughs> Here's the problem. We don't have a producer here, yeah, so we don't it. have any. I'm serious. Yeah. It's how hard it is to listen to somebody while you're trying to read something and you're doing all that in the meantime. This stuff should be given to yeah. me before I walk in here, and I want a fresh coffee, too. You know what we can really use? What? A producer. We should. With some mayonnaise. And I a gummy just pear. said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's what seven... about the meat thing or whatever that was? <laughs> I don't remember it's what it was. 722 yeah. with Bax and Nagel of Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 728, and the Allman Brothers are back and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and a high of 53 today. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 41. It is 41 in downtown Springfield. The uh, the daily podcast is going to get posted after 10 o'clock this morning. Make sure you uh, download it at uh, rock102.com. Also, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. 
and on rock102.com. Backstage Musical Podcast this week, my guest, Dave Roundtree from the band uh, Blur. You could check that out. And then on Monday, a uh, really interesting interview with a, a young guy, singer-songwriter, and a fascinating uh, story behind him, a guy named Ron Gallo. That's coming up on uh, on Monday. Guys, the kid is fantastic. So that is coming up on Monday. Uh, you know, it's funny. We were just talking about a bunch of ramen noodles and stuff like that. Yes. And then this article just came out today. Study shows instant noodles major cause of childhood injuries. Really? Choking? Yeah. Like- no, burns. Instant uh. noodle burns are accounted for nearly a third of all pe- pediatric scald admissions at the University of Chicago Medicine between 2010 and 2020, according to a new study published in the journal Burns. Oh, I love Burns magazine. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, can I get you anything down at the 7-Eleven? Yeah, I'll take a Slim Jim, a Natty Daddy, and uh, a copy of Burns. You know, um, I found a couple of issues in my dad's sock drawer as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Burns? The, yeah, like yeah. The, the Burns centerfold. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. This one burns. Uh, the the re, What kind of magazines were you looking at? Uh, the research team at U Chicago Medicine's Burn Center, which cares for both adults and children, reviewed the cases of all pediatric patients who were admitted with scald injuries caused by hot liquids uh, from that 10-year time period. Data collected included patient demographics, medical history, length of hospital stay, complications, and procedures. And uh, the number one reason was instant noodles. I had no idea. Yeah. My kids ate those things all the time. I don't remember a single emergency room visit because uh, because of the ramen. That's like the it's like the easiest and unhealthiest thing you can give a child. Oh, I know. Yes, like ramen noodles. But like you said, but easiest. Good way to not have to cook dinner for the night. <laughs> if, if I can get dinner on the table in less than three minutes, I'm doing pretty good. Who wants to cook dinner, kids? All you gotta do is boil the water. That's it. <laughs> It's 7.30. News is next to Rock 102. Here's your Western... It's 7.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Romhande. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Uh, where did I just say? Oh, yeah, we got the uh, Springfield man has been taken into custody in connection with two recent bank robberies and a joint statement. <laughs> joint. joint. East Longmeadow and Longmeadow police said that 43-year-old Luis Ruiz has been charged with two counts of armed robbery while masked. Uh, On January 30th, a Berkshire bank in Longmeadow was robbed, followed by the robbery of a key bank in East Longmeadow on February 2nd. The investigation into the East Longmeadow case led investigators to uh, be able to identify a getaway vehicle used in the incident. It was soon determined that the same vehicle was seen in the area of of the Longmeadow incident. I think these two things are connected. Way to go there, Inspector Clouseau. I think you may have solved the case. Based on based to who was believed to be the uh, owner, that information was shared with Springfield Police. Ruiz was arrested Saturday by Springfield Police for an unrelated incident at the residence of the registered owner of that suspected vehicle and probable cause was developed to charge him with both robberies. The case remains under investigation and more charges may be filed at a later date against other people believed to be involved. Ruiz is curring, uh, currently being held at the Hamden County Jail. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, uh, <sighs> f around and find out with the banks. You know, it's uh, you know, back in the day, you know, a bank heist seemed like a pretty, you know, sophisticated, uh, sexy crime. You know, it's the kind of crime that uh, if you were criminals, you, you wanted to deal with. Yeah, put all the money in the bank. See, yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Today, uh, today's entire bank experience. 
you know, it's it's not the same. What are you going to do? You're going to you're going to steal the tube? I mean, really, it, it doesn't. I'm taking even... this with me. One move, and the tube gets it. You like? You, do you put a gun in the tube, send it to them, <laughs> and then they send you back the gun yeah. with all the money in the I, box? I don't know if you if you put the gun in the tube. One, I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it fits. Oh, you don't know. You could probably find. I'm sure uh, Smith and Wesson makes one small enough to throw in there. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough about uh, you know yeah. guns to say for sure. But I'm not suggesting anybody do that. I'm just saying that uh, is that possible that you could rob a bank that way through the teller window. I think the moment you allow the gun to leave yeah. your hands, that's probably puts you at a distinct disadvantage. You know what? You got to think about that. COVID-19 actually ruined the bank robbery business for quite a few years. Yeah, I mean, who- two, two years before those bank lobbies started opening again? Yeah. I mean, do you want to be the guy that robs a bank yeah. with a mask over your mask? Yeah. I don't think so. The masked masker. Yeah. What did the mask look like? I don't know. It, it was over another mask. Uh, well, it's my everyday mask, and then my uh, my bank robbing mask. I have two of them. <laughs> one's got the little bandana thing, and the other one's just a surgical mask. I mean, there's there's nobody inside a bank to even rob anymore. No, there really isn't. <laughs> Go in there. Uh, nah, it's like, what do we, what do you do? Steal pens? Now, the, even before the robbers leave, they're trying to sell them uh, loans and and CDs. <laughs> hey, uh. Hey, by the way, uh, before you take that money out of the bank, we have this great rate on this savings account. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about some of our other other financial products that you might be interested in. Yeah, it's a it's a one percent, but that's because you have a high amount of money. I mean, it will require a, a credit check. I hope you don't mind. No, what's your uh, social security number? Your address. <laughs> Starting uh, next month, you can place bets on your favorite sports team all from the comfort of your own home in the Bay State. The Mass Gaming Commission announced yesterday their tentative launch date for online sports betting. You can do it now. You can go down to, you know, as I was just talking about there in the commercial, you can go down to MGM and place the bet there. Right. But to do it on the app, it's going to be a little while. Seems like uh, everything you can be, uh, be done from the comfort of your own home as long as you have your cell phone on you and the Zoom will... Same go for sports betting. You can do so much on your phone nowadays, so just having that convenience is going to be a huge market for sure, said Brett Callahan from Springfield. The commission uh, discussed online sports betting during their meeting on Thursday. They announced March 10th as the tentative launch date in the state, just in time for March Madness. Oh, yeah. That's even March Madness. You're damn right about that. Yeah. State or, uh, Representative Orlando Ramos said that uh, Western Mass News, uh, that his timeline is right on track with what legislators hoped for when voting on the sports betting bill. Uh, he said that the hope that was we would be ready for in-person sports betting in time for the Super Bowl, which we were, and that mm-hmm. we would be ready for online sports betting for March Madness. The Super Bowl and March Madness are the two biggest annual sporting events of the year. In uh, per- person sports betting just launched last week in the state and is going well for MGM Springfield. Uh, Robert Westerfield, Westy, Westy, said our guests are loving it. We got to uh, we're getting a lot of pl- a lot of play for the Super Bowl. There's lots of excitement, and uh, again soon that app will be available coming up next month. They're talking about an extraordinary number of people, you know, going uh, being able to to bet on sporting events and the Super Bowl in particular. Yeah. Uh, like we've never seen before. Yeah. Again, I'm, I feel I I feel <clears throat> I feel really bad if you have been a bookie for years and years and years. You're doing such a good business. 
you know, making money, breaking kneecaps, uh, you know, wearing tracksuits. And now, uh, now that it's legal, it takes money out of your pockets. Now you got to find something else to do. I don't know if it's like, a, you know, vending machines or prostitutes or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, I'm not sure I've heard about those out-of-work bookies right now. I'm sure you can still do illegal betting. Oh, no. I actually saw a guy the other day yeah. on Page Boulevard with a sign in his hand in a tracksuit saying, we'll break knees for food. Oh, yeah. That's... And you know what? I thought if I had a few bucks in my pocket, I would have loaned him a few. And then I'd be back there two weeks later looking for my money back. Yeah. That's a, that's the way you do Because you don't want to cross me. No, you don't want to cross you. Wait, wait, you're like Mayor Dom Dom all of a sudden? You don't want anybody to be crossed? You're not going to be crossed by anybody? Well, listen, you know, uh, you don't pay me back uh, with uh, 36% interest. We're going to have a little pro- have, have a little discussion. Uh, you can say this guy is a triathlete of criminals because he can drive, run, ride, and swim to avoid capture. To an extent. He's an Iron Man. Sort of. A man in Northern California named Michael Oyarzo led uh, cops on a high-speed chase on Wednesday, and it was quite a show. He drove until he reached a dead end, then tore through three separate backyards before his vehicle got stuck. He got out and ran until he spotted a motorcycle. He stole it and rode off, but then the police were still on his tail. This is like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. He hopped off the bike, ran to the edge of the Sacramento River, and jumped in and started swimming across it. On the other side, he climbed up a tree... The police got to it, circled it, and he finally came down and he was cuffed. Hmm. Michael was wanted for questioning regarding an armed robbery that occurred earlier in the day. There aren't any details on that, but for now, he's been booked for vehicle pursuit, vandalism, resisting arrest, and vehicle theft. Either he's guilty or he's, you know, auditioning for a Grand Theft Auto-type uh, movie. Maybe. Like a reboot. A reboot? Yeah, like another version of the game. Well, like a movie version. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't made a movie yet. I'm kind of surprised too. It'll come. It was It'll a, come. that was a. I got into that when I was in my 20s. Grand Theft like Auto. Grand Theft Auto game. Mm-hmm. I was playing that nonstop, and it was Ray Liotta was one of the uh, voices, and Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia. Yeah, it was just kind of cool to see you know be familiar with people that you knew, uh, being mm. on your video game. That's L is in Loggia. O is in Oh my God! It's, it's Robert, Robert Loggia. G is in G. Is that Robert Loja? <laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 54. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It is 42 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, uh, yeah. As of March. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 748 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny and a high of 54 today. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 41. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Tonight, Pat Kelly and the road crew are going to be at uh, MGM Springfield for free music Fridays at the Aria Ballroom. Great place to see a show. Studio 2, the early Beatles tribute. Uh, We'll be there tonight. Stop by the Rock 102 table to register for some great prizes. Again, it's tonight with Pat Kelly, a free music Friday at the Aria Ballroom at MGM Springfield from 7 to 9 from Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Great place to see a show. It is. uh... Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. All right, uh, we'll start with some Super Bowl stuff. 
Ready? I'm ready. Uh, who do you think is going to win? The Chiefs or the Eagles? Eagles. Well, according to uh, Madden simulation, uh, here is the team uh, that wins the Super Bowl. You know, the, the video game? Yeah, right. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are the Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Company has accurately predicted the winner of the Super Bowl for 13 of the past 19 years, including the exact score in 2015. Really? That's pretty impressive. It is impressive. Um, I think most people think that uh, even though they might like to see Kansas City win, yeah, Eagles are probably going to walk away with it. Oh, well, you never know. No, I know. That's why you got to bet both, <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you can't possibly lose if you're betting both. Uh, club number two in 2020, a Chiefs fan gave his kidney to an Eagles fan. Now, thanks to the generosity of both teams, these two old friends are going to go to the Super Bowl together. Uh, they are. Nice. Donor John Gladwell and recipient Billy Welsh. I posted on Facebook, does anybody have a spare kidney I can get? Minor junk. Marines are a band of brothers. Don't leave someone behind. When the transplant happened, I was literally days away from dialysis. It's a whole new lease on life. You know, I was worried about if I didn't get a kidney, my son would grow up without a father. A chief's kidney. I don't know how my body will react if the chiefs win. The Eagles are going to win. Go Birds. <laughs> it's not going to affect the it's way you live. Pretty sure the organ will be rejected at that point. Yeah, well, you know, you know, it's a, you know, whoever loses will be like, "See, I told you that thing wasn't going to show up today." You know, <laughs> he dies in the he dies in the stands because of a failed kidney <laughs> because the Chiefs lost. Uh, clip number uh, three. Uh, poor Burt Bacharach. He wrote all of these songs. I know, it's unbelievable. Incredible stretch of hits. Oh, yeah. Dion Warwick. Yeah. Yeah, he did that one too. I. This goes on for like another 30 seconds. It doesn't have to. Are you, are you sure? No, it's okay. Oh, that, that was the good one. The raindrops keep falling on my head. That was now, a good one. Here's the thing that'll kick you right in the, right in the yeah. gut. There's a new box set that's coming out in the beginning of March. A Burt Boxerot set? It's Burt Backrack and Elvis Costello. Yeah. And because uh, they did some stuff uh, many, many years ago, a box set. Has been in the works for months. I think uh, Burt Bacharach wrote Radio Radio, didn't he? Uh, pump It Up. Oh, is that's, that what it yeah, was? that's yeah. the one. He did Pump It Up. And anyway, uh, <laughs> he wrote all of Imperial Bedroom. <laughs> um, but that box set's coming out. Talk about like weird timing. Yeah. 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 I mean, Burt Bacharach dies, and all of a sudden there's a box set coming out. Well, and it's not going to be available for interviews. Somebody probably said along the line, hey, uh, Burt, uh, you know, you're 90 something years old. Uh, maybe we should think about uh, uh, putting out a box set. And then going on tour. What do you say? Yeah, sure. Why not? And then, uh, then you, you never get to see the vision come true. Yeah. The box set being released. Oh what? well. Hard to imagine he can refer to Elvis Costello as that young man, that young fella. Uh, he wrote Neil Diamond's "Heart Like." I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, on my own by Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald. His list of songs is staggering. Most of his hits were sung by Dionne Warwick. 
Who didn't? Uh, how come she didn't see that coming? That she would be very successful singing another man's song. <laughs> you, you would with think with all the psychic thing. friends, yeah, she would have no problem. Uh, moving on to another clip. Uh, let's see. A psychic, a TikTok psychic, could be facing a large judgment after ignoring a big defamation lawsuit. She falsely accused a University of Idaho professor of being involved in the murders of four college students. Here is TikTok star Ashley Gillard, aka Ashley Solves Mysteries, mysteries talking about. Why she decided to blow off the lawsuit. I was working on a daily basis on my answer to the lawsuit regarding the murder of the four University of Idaho students. I wanted to detail what exactly happened. So I'm digging into my spiritual right brain to write that part. And I'm digging into my left brain to learn about the laws and how to respond to this lawsuit. Literally 30-some pages in. But because everything is happening at the same time, I was unable to answer within a 21-day period and therefore defaulted on the lawsuit. Ugh. Yeah. You know, here's, Good luck the, with that. here's the thing. You were wrong about your prediction that a professor was involved in the murder, and now you've defamed this person, and they should sue you for everything. Of course, you probably don't have much. <laughs> not probably not much to take away from you. Well, maybe your maybe your viewers. Yeah. TikTok viewers. Now, a good uh, psychic would have seen that coming, too, right? Yes, a very good psychic would have yeah. seen that coming. Uh, this video has been racking up the hits online. A bride whispered something very personal to the groom during their photo shoot for their wedding, and he quickly had to remind her that uh, he was wearing a mic. Excited to lose your virginity. <laughs> I have a mic. <laughs> That's always going to be enshrined in our, our wedding video. Are you excited to lose your virginity tonight? Is what she said. Yeah, that's got to be here. Here she is again. Excited to lose your virginity. Oh! Right in front of the photographer. (laughs) I hope they keep that in the the video. That's a good old fashioned wedding. Yeah, no kidding. And he's like, oh, what are you talking about? I lost that five years. I mean, no, I mean, yes, yes, I'm very excited. You're the first one, hon. Yes. Why'd you call me by my sister's name? I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> you're twins and you look alike. I yeah, couldn't, yeah. couldn't tell the difference. And that uh, is now here this. It is 7.55. We got Open Line Friday coming up after 8 o'clock with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. In the NFL's biggest game, the Eagles are still one. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, this Sunday is Super Bowl 57. Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, two very best teams in the NFL, duking it out in sunny Glendale, Arizona, thousands of miles away from the sweet sanctity of my living room. And while the Eagles are predicted to walk away with this thing as one-and-a-half-point favorites over Kansas City, I have my own thoughts about that, as I have spent the better part of the last two weeks getting through all my thoughts for this very moment. Predictions? Oh, I've got plenty. I predict that if the Eagles can beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, then the people of Philadelphia will act like a bunch of destructive, drunken jerks. And if the Eagles were to lose to Kansas City, I predict it will have virtually no impact on the sort of destructive drunkenness that their fans will get involved in. The rioting, the looting, the overturning of emergency vehicles, the climbing of light poles and other fixtures, setting trash receptacles on fire, those things are going to happen one way or another. 
The question is whether the outcome of Super Bowl 57 will provoke riots and mayhem fueled by joy or riots and mayhem fueled by humiliation and defeat. And that, of course, will be the hard part. Because I do not believe that there is a legal prop bet for fan violence, even with the most sophisticated digital gambling uh, platforms. Personally, I don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I don't like either one of these teams. But if there were a way to make a bet on how many drunks and drunken disorderly arresto he made by the Philadelphia police on Sunday night, now that's a bet I might be willing to consider. What's it going to be? A hundred? Two hundred? More than a thousand? What about arrests for vandalism or public urination? Let me tell you something. If FanDuel or DraftKings had a menu for that, I would have dropped a couple of C-notes already. Thankfully, I don't believe they do, so I think I'm in the clear. But hey, and my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You walk into the South Hadley Rockies and you see that smile. It's Nicole, and she's ready to help you. Sometimes she's at the register. Other times she's at the tool department. Nicole does a little bit of everything at the South Hadley Rockies. Good people, rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 8.07 at ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Beethoven Symphony Number no. 9. That was the That's the intro that we use for the news. That's it? Yeah. I knew it was something like I that. Had I had enough did. people uh, write to me and tell me, and uh, now my life is complete. How many? I didn't realize we had so many uh, classical music fans in the audience. Interesting. Well, you know, I used to know a lot of that stuff. I took this... Uh, music appreciation class in college that's where they played you music and you say thank you i appreciate that i i thought well yes i thought that's what it was uh but it was more than that it was like having to study things and then uh i thought it was going to be an easy class and i could just uh you know show up hungover every day yeah uh, yeah and then it turned out to be a little bit more difficult than it was presented (laughs) out to be i don't know that's great yeah very good and now live from the richard grieco studios in east long meadow massachusetts it's open Open live friday 293-1021 that is the number for open line friday now again cannot stress this enough if you want to go on a radio show and swear i would go call across the hall or that radio station, the Hall of Fame. That's what I would do. I wouldn't do it here. I'll hang up on you fast and your head can spin. Plenty of other places you can spread your vitriol. Yeah, this is not it. This is purely for uh, for fun and entertainment. And look at the phones go. Yeah, lighten them up. Already. Right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Christian. Hey, Christian. What's up? Hey, so I don't know if I'm, I'm uh, going outside the strict Open Line Friday guidelines here. But I have a 90s type band looking for a drummer. Didn't know if you guys or maybe any of the listeners might know if somebody interested. Oh, you know what this is like? This is like that. Uh, remember that guy on the AM station who used to run the uh, tag sale, the Sunday morning tag sale? Yeah. yeah. So, like, okay, uh, yeah. you uh, give us uh, your information on where you can reach you, and then somebody else will be out here uh, who is a drummer and might uh, contact you. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, my number is four one three. Wait a Do you want it to give your number out, or do you want to give an email out, or something? I don't care. I'll give my number out. All right, go ahead. Two four one three two three seven five eight five eight. All right, yeah, this is like a nineties band you're looking to, to to put together. Yeah, basically, 
uh, we play the stuff you guys play and what they play on your sister's uh, laser. I don't know if I can say that or not. Yeah, you can, you can say that. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Well, that, talk well, about my sister like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, good luck in finding the uh, finding a drummer. All right, rock and roll, man. All right, hey, whoa, whoa, what's the band name? Uh, we haven't figured that out yet. Oh, oh yeah, All okay. Right. All right, well, good luck. All right, see it. All right, there you go. Rock 102, good morning, who's this? Good morning, gentlemen. Tom in town here, how are you doing? Good, Tom. Tom. How are you? Not bad. Yeah, I was going to call about the uh, uh, Beethoven Symphony there. I mm-hmm. had that info, but... It, 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 that was uh, uh, the second movement, and he must have written that around two in the afternoon. You get it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah second oh, movement. Right. I got you. Yeah. I get right. Happens to me too. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, right. you know, hey, hey. Oh, oh, you uh, cut him I off. Didn't, I didn't realize. I'm so sorry, uh, dude. You had a question. Uh, sorry, Tom. sorry, Tom. Tom in town. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? It's Bruno. Hey, Bruno. What's up? We don't talk about Bruno. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. What? What's an Australian kiss? I don't know, Bruno. What's an Australian kiss? Same as a French kiss, but down under. Oh. Hey, what do you do with 365 used condoms? (laughs) I don't know. What do you do with 365 used condoms? Melt them down, make a tire, and call it a good year. Hey, last but not least... Uh Why were hurricanes originally named after women? I don't know. Why were hurricanes originally <laughs> named after women? <laughs> because when they come, they're wet and wild. Uh, and right. go, Thank you very much. Thank you. you very, very much. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? How's it going, guys? Jay from South Hadley. Hey, we're, we're doing just fine. What's it's on your supposed mind? To, well, hold on a second, Jay. Uh, it's supposed to be when they arrive, they come yeah, in wet that, and wild. that's it. Yes, of it's course. It's about a week's worth of arrival. Anyway, uh, what's on your mind? Well, since it's Super Bowl week, and, you know, Tom Brady's in the big, I mean, oh, sorry, that's right, he retired. I got some Tom Brady jokes for you. All right. All right. Tom are these, these going to be clean, or am I going to have to dump you, too? Oh, absolutely clean. All, All right, right good. Just like a 12-year-old on a speakerphone in the car. Okay, All right. good. All right. What do Tom Brady and Ronda Rousey have in common? What do Tom Brady and Ronda Rousey have in common? They both struggle to last longer than a minute with a Brazilian woman. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Hey, I like that one. Did a 12-year-old write these for you? <laughs> yeah, you go. I, got two, I got two more. All right. All right. Number two. Um, Tom Brady retired, but he does. So as the goat with seven Super Bowls, but more importantly, he's still five times better than Nickelback. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All, right. All right, number three. Yeah. Least, last but not least, what do Tom Brady and Robert Kraft still have in common? What? <laughs> I don't know. They go to Florida for happy endings. Ah, there you go. go. All right. All right. Keep, you, keep your day job, sir. Nicely done. Rock 102. <laughs> good morning. Who's this? Hi, good morning. It's Hannah from Hazen. Hey, hey Hannah, Hannah from Hazen. Hazen. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Terrific. Good. I, um, I'm actually on my way over to the studio now to drop off some Super Bowl programs. Oh, Ooh, yeah. nice. Nice. Super Bowl yeah. program. Yeah, Hazen Paper does a yes. fantastic job with those things. <laughs> well, yeah, so I was hoping to pop in, see you guys, and I uh, figured I'd call in for the Open Mic Friday. <laughs> Yeah, what's it, what time are you going to be here? Um, I will be there in about 15 minutes. All right. Well, All right. we'll keep an eye out for you. Very cool. Can't wait. All Thank right. you. 
All right, thanks. Hey, look at that. The Super Bowl program. Actually, those programs really are fantastic. They're really nice. They're really nice. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Top of the morning. It's Vinny V from Springfield. How's it going? Good, Vinny. What's up? Yeah, listen, I'm having an issue with my marriage, all right? So check this out. My wife, she comes to me the other day, and she's like, look, I want to go somewhere that I've never been before. I get her dolled up. I put her earrings on, a high heels, a dress, and then I take her in the kitchen because she's never been there. You know, am I wrong for that? <laughs> no, no I guess I, you're not wrong. I don't for think that. you're wrong for that. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm tired of this. I'm thinking about getting a divorce. They say that's the best part of marriage. All right. <laughs> How many eye injuries have you received? Uh, about thirteen. Or yeah, two. I bet yeah. you have. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Vinny. Thanks for the call. Uh, <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Morning. It's Petey Boy up in Greenfield. Petey How you guys Boy, doing? What's up, buddy? Living the dream. World is my oyster. Hey, two clean jokes. I promise I'll be quick. Don't All worry. Right. I turn my radio down. I know it's annoying when people don't. <laughs> All right, thank you. You bet. What did the hot dog say when he crossed the finish line? I don't know. What did the hot dog say when he crossed the finish line? I am the wiener. All right. I get it. Yeah. And, and number two? What does the computer call its father? What did the computer call its father? Data. Get it? Data. Send it. Bang. D-A-T-A-D-A-D-A. Have a good day, gentlemen. You too. Thanks so much. started off so well. Yeah. Rock 102. Why'd you have to go and ruin it? Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Morning. What's up? John. Hey, Hey, I got another hurricane joke for you. Uh, Let me make it clean. Why are they named after women? I don't know. Why? Because they're hurricanes, not hemicanes. That's actually pretty funny. There you go. Nicely yeah. done. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Tony from South Adler. What's up, Tony? <laughs> What's up? Hey, do you guys know what the uh, banana said to the vibrator? No. What did the banana say to the vibrator? Am I going to regret asking you that question? He's like, why are you shaking? She's going to eat me. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Matt. From Holyoke, how you doing? Good, man. I got a joke for you. What's up? Okay. Two men broke into a drugstore a couple weeks ago in Springfield. They stole some Viagra. Did you hear about that? No, uh, no. Police, no, no. Uh, the, the cops put out an alert to be on the lookout for two hardened criminals. Ah. Let's see what you did there. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Bob from Hadley. Hey, what's up? Bob, what's up? Hey, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, you were talking about uh, the dispensaries with the food carts outside yeah yeah the one up in northampton the e-zone and they actually put their i think it's white castle or white hut yeah white one they own down in Springfield. White they hut. Hit, during the summer they put their food truck right outside of the place yeah pure it's genius. a no-brainer <laughs> pure, pure, pure yeah. genius i've been telling everybody you gotta do <laughs> exactly. market on that all you gotta say is hey you know what you're gonna be hungry later you might as well stop here and grab some food before you get home Exactly. So I saw that the first time. Like, there's a genius. Yep, you're absolutely right. They knew they knew what they were doing. Good day, guys. You too, buddy. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey guys, it's Dad Joke Chip from Palmer. Yeah, I like Dad Joke Chip from Palmer. What's up, Dad Joke Chip? Hey, glad to hear Dave's back on the phone. That was great too. Thank you for taking his call. That was great. Oh, you're right. No problem. Yeah. Bruno or. Vinny or, or Hannah from No, Haiti. no, Ch- Chet is where it's at. What, what's up? <laughs> Go on. Uh, I got a couple for you. Uh, last weekend, got into an argument with my teenage daughter riding the elevator at the mall. Uh-huh. 
turns out I was wrong on so many levels. All right. Then I was walking my dog at Burley Park last week, and uh, he started to chase people on a bike. It got so bad I had to take away his bike. <laughs> but dum bum And uh, finally, tomorrow my son and I are going to get new glasses. Yeah. After that, uh, we'll see. <laughs> Much, are you sure you're yeah. not from Bondsville? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're That's the right. Way. There's no dads over there. Right? <laughs> no. But don't call me Chester. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Just call me Chad. See, those were good jokes. Yeah, those were really those good jokes. Those were really good yeah. dad jokes. Who needs a dad joke David anymore? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 293-1021, the phones are wide open. Probably should have just ended it right there. Yeah, I suppose we could have, but, you know, yeah. I mean, honestly. Mm. Uh, wow, that was uh, pretty successful so uh, far. So far, but I'm uh, I'm waiting to see what else we got here. Cause, uh, I don't think anybody else is going to call. <laughs> I think they're done. I think that, that uh, what is it, Chet from, from Palmer? <laughs> Dad, Dad joke, joke Chet. Chet. <laughs> All right. It doesn't even rhyme. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but he's very funny. We'll go out on a high yeah. note. There it's you go. 818 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 825 in Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be nice and sunny today with a high of 54. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It's 47 right now in downtown Springfield. See, now, uh, when a guy tells dad jokes that are well thought out mm-hmm. and, and good, yeah. it's, it's hard for a dude to not laugh at them. Yeah. When you give us a joke that's just on the border of being awful, yeah, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Are you talking about the two different callers there? Yeah, like like Chester had some dad jokes that were like you know you know well planned, good, excellent but, dad jokes. But 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 Chet there, uh, he, it's more about his presentation than mm-hmm. it is about the actual joke because anybody, I mean, those jokes are just like. I could go find them online right now yeah. if I wanted to. But it's it's more about the presentation, and I think he does a very good job doing it. I don't know. He did, uh, those were pretty the good. Other, the other ones that call, uh, yeah, I don't, don't know, know what, how to follow rules. What the hell's that all about? I don't know. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I like that bit. I think that's one of my favorite bits that we do. Uh, what, open line? Or yeah, because just... we don't have to put any effort into it. We just oh, let other that's... people work for us. People don't need to do, need to know that's why we do it. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> It's probably better off if they they don't know, in fact. Uh, Missouri has voted against uh, banning children from carrying guns in public. Why? Don't know. Uh, The State House on Wednesday voted against banning minors from openly carrying firearms on public land without adult supervision. Come on. Come on, kids. Y'all, y'all packing heat, making sure you're going out down for a walk down to that Wendy's or McDonald's you go to? Now, let's see. You got your backpack. You got your pencil case. Got some erasers. Yeah. Got, got your uh, got, got, got your clean pair of socks. Got your toothbrush. How about your, uh, how about your big, <laughs> how about your big Smith & Wesson back there? You got that all packed up with the bullets? The uh, proposal to ban children from carrying guns without adult supervision in public failed by 104 to 39 vote. Uh, Only uh, one Republican voted in support of it. A Democrat, Donna Barringer, said uh, police in her district asked for the change to stop, quote, 14-year-olds walking down the middle of the street in the city of St. Louis carrying AR-15s. Now they uh, have been emboldened, and now they're walking around with them until they actually brandish them and brandish them with intent. I'm I'm sorry. If you're carrying an AR-15, you're brandishing it. There's no, like, um, unless you're hiding it under a trench coat, 
Well, you know what? I mean, kids are so uh, they're so impatient to grow up. You know, I mean, they all want to act like adults do in St. Louis. It's just like I like reading the headline: Missouri votes against banning children from carrying guns in public. I didn't know they were allowed to carry guns in public to begin with. That's the more surprising part I, of the story. Listen, a, a family that uh, the spree shoots together sticks together, the way I see it. You know, I, 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 I'm I, not, uh, I'm one of those people, I, like I believe in the Second Amendment. I believe that people should have the right to own firearms and all that stuff. Right. But I also believe there should be some stipulations on who gets to own those firearms. But, but, but the laws are... They have to mold to what part of the country you're in. You know, there was an argument, uh, and it was a great argument, about, like, kids out in Montana. You know, they're saying, well, we can't have uh, guns out here. But they have a shooting range at the school because that's the lifestyle of living out in the middle of nowhere that you have to hunt. And oh, yeah. You have to learn how to do all that stuff. So that's what it is for that part of the country. So it's hard to make blanket you know, laws on, you know, what, what you want to do. Well, so it, the easy thing, whenever, whenever people start to, you know, bemoaning the fact that we need more gun legislation in this country, mm-hmm. there's a reason why a lot of this stuff is done state to state. Right. And there's a reason, uh, because there's different cultures in different states. Like you're like exactly right. what you say. And it's that way for guns and it's that way for other things as well with all the things we say oh we need like a federal law for this stuff yeah the problem well yeah you know there are uh responsible legal uh law-abiding citizens with guns in different parts of the country that are not doing what would be done say like in an in in a big populated city right in a different part of the country you know and it's like it, it, it doesn't necessarily work as a big broad stroke generalized idea it may work in state to state, but it's it's not as simple as all that. And that's one of the things that people have a hard time grasping. Well, you know, uh, with little kids being able to carry uh, firearms, uh, you know, reaching things are going to be a little bit easier now. Oh, I want that uh, those ba- bag of cookies up on top of the fridge. Now you just shoot the thing <laughs> off the shelf. Yeah, yeah it comes right down. Well, refrigerator's destroyed, but, you know. And the cookies are broken, but that's okay. Well, you can still eat the cookie pieces. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind crumbs. That's the crumbs crumbles. are good. Right. We have news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's 833 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing. Noonan.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. All right. Thanks, Bax. I have some news. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was on 22. And I don't know if it was from yesterday or today or what. It says Post Office Road in Enfield is closed due to a motor vehicle accident on Thursday. Now, the story was posted this morning at 7 o'clock mm-hmm. and was updated about 10 minutes later. According to the Enfield Police Department, Post Office Road is closed from Post Road to Route 5 and Depot Hill is closed from Route 5 to the town line. On Thursday, it was reported that 600 customers at the south end of town were experiencing no power. 22 News will update this story as soon as more information becomes available. Hmm. What does that mean? I have no idea what that means. Does that mean... Is the road closed now or was it closed Thursday? If anybody is in the post office road area, please give us a call. So let's assume that it happened, uh, like it says, on Thursday. Mm Mm-hmm. It's 8.34 in the morning. Yeah. At the very least, there should be some 
follow-up that says the road is now reopened because right. people have to travel on yes. that road. Huh. And I, it would be nice to know whether or not uh, it's it's happening right now. I'll be damned. Well, huh. hey. There makes you, you think. No, it really doesn't make you think. It makes you go, roll your eyes is what it does. <sighs> really? They don't have the updated information? <laughs> the uh, Southampton Fire Department has announced that College Highway is closed to a, due to a water main break. And that happened on Tuesday. Uh... Again, this was updated this morning. According to the Southampton Fire Department, College Highway is closed between East and High Street due to the water main break Thursday night. That's probably still true. That takes a while to clean up. Okay. It's uh, being advised to avoid that area and use High Street to get around. At 7.15 p.m. on Thursday, the water department shut off the water main on College Highway. No uh, estimated time on when repairs will be completed and when the road will be back open. 22 News will continue to update this story as more information becomes available. How many times have they updated since it was first reported? Zero. Ah. Well, then they're not continuing to update the story, are they? No. That's my point. They never do. It's, it gets a little frustrating. This is, it? I think, a way of us to, of manipulating us to continue to watch them. Yes. Because you're going to wait for that <laughs> next newscast, and you're waiting for that update, and no updates ever happen. Somebody's on the phone to tell us information. No, maybe not. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi. What? Bye. Hi, this is Chris. Hey, hey Chris. Chris. What's up? Not too much. Hey, I got information on that post office road. Yeah, what's up? The uh, Last night around 10 o'clock, it was completely black. This morning, they called the house and left a message on our home phone. At 6 o'clock in the morning, letting us know that the whole road was shut down. Oh, so the road is still shut down. Correct. All right. Okay. That's what I was trying to figure out. Now, were you sleeping at 6 o'clock in the morning? Oh, of course. I hear the phone ring, and I'm like, oh, come on. Who's calling at 6 o'clock in the morning? That's what I say when the robocalls come And it was an automated message. Ah, yeah. That's what I say when the robocalls from school coming in as I'm uh, on my way to work. There Who is go. calling me at 5 a.m.? All right. Well, thanks for the call. Absolutely crazy. Appreciate it. No problem, it. guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, yep. we, get, we got another one. Maybe it's from Southwick. Uh, uh, maybe not. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Amy from Enfield. Hi, Hi Amy. Amy from Enfield. What's going on? Well, they were just talking about, am I on the air? Yes, you, you are, are on the on air. on the air. So, last night when I came home from going and running errands, my power had been out because my time on my clock was blinking. Uh-huh. So, I knew that last night the power had gone out. Mm-hmm. However, at 6.30 this morning, I got a phone call from the town of Enfield saying that the roads were closed and the power had gone out. So, I think this happened last night, but somehow everybody just found out this morning. Mm. This is like a unsolved mystery Robert Stack thing. <laughs> Two well, people from my, Enfield, Connecticut, a call. They have both received calls at 6 a.m. telling them the road was closed. Yeah. So my son goes to school in that area. And yeah. He notified the principal of the school, and there is school currently right now. So there is probably no power out at this time in that area. No. I should have called before because I had my radio turned down. All right. Okay. Well, okay. thank you. Thank you for the updated information. There you go. Okay. Now you'll now you know. Yeah. Uh, was there? But we we're trying to find out about Southwick. 
uh, and I don't feel like doing work today. So Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Don from What's South. Up? Don, What's up, Don? Turn, turn your radio, radio down, please. Well, let me turn it off. Yeah, oh, yeah. there you go. Oh, there you Even go. better. Even better. What's up, man? Okay. Hey, I got a late joke. Very, <laughs> very clean. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Guy gets stopped for speeding. Cop pulls him over. He says, you know what I stopped you for? He says, no, officer. He says, you were speeding. His wife, he says, no, I wasn't. His wife says, yes, you were. I saw the speedometer. It was well over 10 miles over the speed limit. So the cop says, I see you don't have your seatbelt on either, huh? And uh, he says, well, I took it off to get my registration. His wife pops up and says, you never wear your seatbelt, and you didn't have it on then either. He says, would you shut your damn mouth? Cop says, stop talking to her like that. He says, ma'am, does he talk to you like that all the time? She says, no, only when he's been drinking. Ah, that's a drunk yeah. joke. Hey, did you get a robocall at 6 o'clock this morning? In the town of Enfield? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. All right, never mind. All right, well, thanks very much for the call. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Yeah, this is Ryan. I'm from Enfield. Hey, hey Ryan. On... Hey, I'm sorry about that. I live on Post Office Road, and, and? I drove through there on 8 o'clock. It's open. It's open. Yeah, so it's it, open. They, so, so a car hit a power pole last night around 6 o'clock, and mm-hmm. it probably took them a long time to repair the pole. But um, as I drove through there, like I said, it, it's open. That message that went out at 6 a.m., they sent it last night at six or 7 o'clock at night, too. I got a text message saying the road was closed. Too. Mm. So the, I, don't, I don't know what they sent it twice. So but. 14 hours after the, uh, the incident, it's now reopened. Yep. Okay. okay. Good to know. Tw- All right, twenty-two news should do open line Fridays. <laughs> That's how they we would have know more information get- in just right, the last ten right, minutes right. than they've given you in yeah. fourteen hours. I got I mean, I yeah, I could have called the police department, but who wants to bother those first? Yeah, yeah those we guys are bi- those guys are way too busy. Yeah, what uh, what about this one? All right, uh, Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah, this is Sean from Greenfield. I missed open line Friday. Is there any way Officer Bumbles could come and meet Mayor Dom Dom? Bring him back? Maybe. <laughs> That's my only wish. Thank you. You never know. You know, Mayor Dom Dom right. and I are celebrity bartending together. When? Uh, on the twenty first, I believe, at the uh, at the Student Prince for Junior Achievement. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very nice. Dom Dom and Nagel in the same place. <laughs> they call it the Student Prince because I'm the teacher. You okay? You know what I'm saying? I He's the student. I'm and the king. The yeah. king and yeah. the teacher. The king and the prince. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to keep answering. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to. A uh, man was charged with larceny for stealing more than $3,100 worth of Legos from a Target in South Windsor. Police say they arrested 37-year-old Glenn London of New Haven on Thursday. They had two active uh, warrants uh, for two separate incidents. Police said London was identified as a suspect in the theft of $1,709.92 worth of Legos from the uh, Buckland Hill store on October 21st. How much? $1,709.92. So that's three Lego sets. Probably. <laughs> Two. Or maybe. With a small one. Uh, in the second incident reported on October 26th, they said London took uh, $1,419.94 worth of Lego sets. Very specific on the amounts. Very much so. Police said the warrants were obtained and that London was arrested at Manchester Superior Court. He was charged with two counts of fourth-degree larceny. He also faced a judge on Thursday. And uh, the judge says, can I come over and play Legos with you? 
What'd you get? Did you get that Star Wars one? I really like that one. Yeah, that that one of the of the Death Star. That's a oh, badass one. Man, that's cool. We can hang out with my friends who work at Twenty Two with the Rude Road Crew. <laughs> But they're too busy yeah. for waiting for the phone to ring so like they can find out when the road's open. Uh, going down to Plainfield, Connecticut, a fast food manager was charged with breach of peace after he admitted to using racial slurs towards a high school basketball team in Plainfield. Plainfield police say they charged 22-year-old Brett White. That's ironic. No His kidding. His name was White. With second-degree breach of peace. The incident happened Thursday just before 10 p.m. at the Wendy's on Pratt Road. Dispatchers say they received a 911 complaint that reported a verbal argument over refusal of service. Officers said they arrived on scene and made contact with the members of the Woodstock Academy basketball team. The players reported being refused service. They also said they were called racial slurs by the manager on site. An investigation was conducted and the suspect was identified as white, both in race and last name. Last name. Police and White uh, admitted to use. Police said White admitted to using racial slurs at about 10:15 p.m. He was ar- arrested as a result. White was released on $10,000 bond and scheduled to appear at the Danielson Superior Court on February 21st. The manager at the Wendy's not taking any crap from your customers. Well, he's a career man. He doesn't look like a career man. He doesn't. No, he looks like a guy who. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to be stereotypical of the sitting in the mom's basement. Thing, sure, yeah. But it kind of looks like he's the sitting in the mom's no, you basement. Don't, you don't want to be stereotypical. It's not about living at home with your parents. There's lots of kids that do that. It's about your aspirations. Right. And what kind of person you want to be and contribute to society. I mean, some people want to change the world. Yeah. Some this, people want to serve Frosties and Biggie Fries. This man, a grown adult, is more concerned about his magic card collection than he is about Anything else in his life? Well, it's, an, it's uh, different strokes for different folks. You know, uh, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born. He's a man of means. Then along come two. They got nothing but the genes. But they got different strokes. They got different strokes. They got different strokes to move the world. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 54. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It is 49 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. As a- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 and the Black Crows with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 54. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you miss uh, any part of uh, the show, check out the daily podcast. That's going to get posted up after 10 o'clock this morning. Also, Baxi's musical podcast, Dave Roundtree from the band Blur. Really interesting uh, interview. We can check that out uh, on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And on rock102.com. So we. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. I, uh, I don't know what to do uh, for, the, for the game on Sunday. I don't have a regular television anymore. You don't? I don't. You cut the cord. I cut the cord, and I was thinking about going to get one of them antennas, but I don't even know where I live if the antenna is going to pick up the signal. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I'm just going to, like, subscribe for a one-month subscription to, like, Hulu Live or something like that. There's no uh, watch it. There's no streaming huh? of uh, the Super Bowl? Yeah, the Fox Network is available to stream on Hulu Live, YouTube Live, DirecTV Stream, Fubo, and Sling. Well, then why don't you just do that? 
Uh, well, yeah, but you got to buy a subscription to those in order to get it. Okay. Well, yeah, what's that going to run you? I don't know. What's Fubo? Is Fubo free? I don't know. Fubo's free. I don't know and nothing about no Fubo. Know. And you know what? Don't, please don't. You know, just send me information about hacked fire sticks and all this other stuff. I'm not. Uh, I'm not getting into that. I just, I don't well, maybe. Was, what, that. what if somebody shared with you their uh, their Fubo Fubo uh, you know, password and ID? Well, actually, would you be willing to do that? Actually, uh, this one uh, you could. This one uh, Fubo, uh, you can get it free for a month. So if I just sign up today, dude, then that's yeah. exactly what you and do. And just cancel the subscription before they charge me the seventy four dollars before the end yes, of the month. Yes, that's right. that's exa- All right, problem solved. Problem is solved. See why should why should you have to you know go ahead and uh, and commit to a long term commitment for a streaming service you're hardly ever going to use? Yeah, right. it should be like a one day thing, and then and then that's it. Well, it's I mean it's. Running along the ideas of pay per view. Yeah, but you know, again, why should you have to pay extra? Yeah, or anything for something that's going to be free for a service that you may or may not continue usage of. Yeah, I, I get you. Yeah, you know, it's like and I, uh, I don't really watch you know the regular television all that much. And most of the news I get is from online. You know, the channel twenty twos and the and the a, channel forties. Apart from sports and local news. Yeah. I rarely watch live television. Oh, somebody sent me a free stream app. See? <laughs> this is all working in your favor yeah, now. Yeah, hey, I can do this. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't know what I had to do. I didn't really want to go to like a Walmart or a Best Buy to get an antenna today. And uh, again, I tried that at my old house, which I don't live that far from my old house, and that didn't work because a friend of mine had given me one. He said, try this out. Yeah. And I had to give it back to him because it didn't work. Well, it didn't work at my house. That's not it's not that the antenna didn't work. Yeah, I hate that. a big pain in the butt. Is See, what it is. I, I can sometimes like uh, like if I'm if like if I'm watching like uh, the TikToks on my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, I got the uh, the Apple TV, not not the streaming service, but the device, and uh, I can mirror what's ever on my phone to the TV. Uh-huh. But there are certain events that you can stream live on a phone that won't transfer over when you mirror yeah, it to I the screen, and I, that, that I don't understand. What's it? I'm, I'm already paying for uh, the 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 Wi-Fi. Yeah. I'm already paying for the well, phone. I'm already paying for everything that's on that phone. Why can't I do it, that? It's just another example of how corporate America nickels and dimes every single little thing because they know you want it so bad and they know you need it so bad, but they give you limit enough limitations to make it difficult for you to share that yeah. content. Well, I don't like the I don't like the difficulty. I want my life to be simple. Simple and well balanced, and that's it. And you're working here? Well, that's just only by obli- contractual obligation. And you live in Hamden? <laughs> I know. Nothing simple about that town. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. always something. Well, all right. Well, I'll be able to watch the game. I just want to. But you want to have. But you want to have the convenience of watching it your way. Without having to pay. Yeah, I don't, the I'm not going to like you know sign up for cable again. No, just to get. You, know, you don't want to get into that one, trap. No, I am going to miss the Puppy Bowl. I'm sure you could stream that online for free somewhere though. Someone's got to have that. Somebody's got to have a bootleg of the Puppy Bowl. You you know you, yeah. You could watch old Puppy Bowls on like YouTube. You could because I mean really, it's kind of all the same in it. Yeah, it is. Cute little adorable puppies falling all over each other. Yeah. Under the guise of some sort of 
competitive game going on, which there is none. Dogs don't even realize they're in a competition. One time I saw uh, one dog toss another dog clear across the field. Get penalized? Adrian Peterson. That's who that was. <laughs> and I'm going to beat you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 856 of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.